Happy New Year, friends. Here are some fun announcements. One, the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is celebrating its fifth season. Two, you can still find me live on Instagram Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time for our daily Bible reading. Three years ago, God whispered, read the Bible live. The big purpose was so simple, to get the Word of God out across the world. But I want to elaborate on why that matters. One, because God's Word is powerful and possesses the ability to change lives all by itself. Two, if we want to follow Jesus, we need to know His voice, especially in a world full of distractions and deception. Three, to know God's voice, we must read His Word. It is the foundation of our faith, and without it, we flounder. Without God's Word, we guess, and that won't cut it on Judgment Day. Judgment Day is real and spoken of all throughout the Bible, and the words spoken about it come straight from God. Judgment Day, for some, will be the worst terror beyond imagination. So you want to be on the right side of it, God's side. 4. We read the Bible to effectively fight the devil and all the evil that comes with him. So let's read, my friends. Let's hear what God has to say. And most importantly, let's obey. Now, announcement number three. I have a new book out, The Wilderness Remains. And this book will immerse you into the Exodus story with profound relatability, deepening your intimacy with the one true God along the journey. Grab your copy today in your favorite format, Kindle, paperback, or hardback. I'm praising God for my fourth published book and have created a companion journal to enhance your study through Exodus. All are available on Amazon. Four, God has confirmed that there will be more books in the future. Coming up next is not a Bible study, but a book about what it feels like to follow Jesus in the real world. I hope you'll stick around for the next season of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, and I pray that it will nurture your soul as you continue your journey. Inside today's podcast, I have with me Charlene Warren. Charlene is an artist, writer, author, coach, and mother. Through various struggles in her own life, she has found her calling, helping creatives to fight through things like fear, doubt, and self-sabotage to become who God designed them to be from the very beginning. Charlene, thank you so much for coming back once again. I always love our conversations. I love them too. Thank you for having me. So today we're talking about something that I, a lot of people can relate to whether they have uh, investigated it or not, um, which is the task I found of embracing and being grateful for all of God's goodness, right? Like in our lives while trying not to be afraid of losing it all. <laughs> that's that's the challenge that uh, I want to talk about today because I, I've really been experiencing that hardcore. And like, um, I know right before this, you were talking about like a wilderness period for you yeah. and coming out of that. And mine, I would say my wilderness period was probably 10 years, give or take, give or take a few years. Um, And it was, 
I mean, I, I learned a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, my strength was my, my faith, sorry, my faith was strengthened for sure. And I could see that. And I would be like, oh, thank you, God. Like, this is really hard, but I see that you're doing work in me. Absolutely. And like, I trust you and I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just like remembering like God has ordained all my steps. Right. And so I was really relying on him very heavily. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say right now that that is not the case because it's not at all. <laughs> um, but what's happened and I, and I've just kind of recognized it within the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. is I've had so much fear, um, for, I don't know, a few months yeah. where I'm like, where is this coming from? Like I, I, I wasn't this afraid before, right. you know, yeah. like I, I kind of gone over that through all my trials. Like, like, no, I know that you, you take your steps of faith and the fear just, you know, right. just. doesn't even affect you anymore. So I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I know what it is. Mm -hmm. I have been so, so blessed by this move, leaving California, moving to Montana. I seriously love everything about being here. I really do. I was thinking, I was like, there's not one thing I can think of that I don't like. I love everything here. I love where I live. I love my house. My right. kids are doing so well. We've all adjusted so well. And we're like, wow, well, look at God. Look at God. We're constantly yeah. praising him. Right. And uh, I love my job. Like I have a right. part-time job and I absolutely love it. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to work. Like it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And so I was getting really confused. Like if I'm so happy, why right. am I recognizing all this fear? Right. Like all this fear. And it's like, I don't even know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, I realized I'm afraid of all this good going away. Right. Absolutely. I'm not used to it. You know, and and that's not saying that I wasn't blessed. I was, I've always been blessed. We're all blessed by God. God gives uh, everything from God is good. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. But because it's just been like, oh my gosh, this has been so good. Everything's going so smoothly. Right. Oh my goodness. I feel loved. I, yeah. da, da, da. Then all of a sudden I'm like fearing things. I'm afraid right. of losing all of it. Right. Um, And it's, it's been awful, you know, yeah. like, yeah, and, for then sure. I, and then I'm mad at myself. Yeah. I'm mad at myself. Cause right. I'm like, you're like, everything is so good. And yet you're over here. Like, ruining it all right with right. your fear yep. so please share how you know like like this topic just share away yeah. so one of the words that keeps coming to my mind is abundance right and it sounds like you're in this season of abundance where god is just blessing 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 and sometimes we can um we can almost get stuck in that you know in a couple of ways one as Christians, I think we have a hard time sometimes accepting that abundance, right? Because we're taught like, oh, you're supposed to be humble, humble, humble. And that's great. We are like a hundred percent. We're supposed to look at that abundance and go, God, that is all you. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think that we also think there's like this taboo thing where if we have that abundance, then it's somehow bad. Right. And so once we learn to accept that, that abundance and um we 
we can get scared. You know, we can get scared just like you're talking about, about losing it. And um, one of the things that um, I think does that is that wilderness period. We don't want to go back to that because it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that, uh, that wilderness period does not feel good. It never does. It didn't feel good when Jesus was in it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was starving. Yep. I mean, he, you know, he had every temptation put in front of him. Like it, it didn't, it doesn't feel good at all. And as human beings, we like to go off of our feelings. We don't like things that don't feel good. Mm-hmm. We want it nice and comfortable and we want it to be happy and we want it to be all the things, you know? And, um, and so the fear of going back to that wilderness period, mm-hmm. um, I think can keep us from stepping forward and taking the risks into what God is asking us to do, you know? Um, but what that comes down to and how you beat that, I think is surrender full mm-hmm. and total yep. surrender, you know, and surrender means, um, not being attached to the outcome, meaning God, I'm going to follow you into this because you're calling me into it, you know, but that, that means that win or lose fail or succeed, you're still in charge. And I trust you with both of those things, you yeah. know, um, and so uh, I think there's there's so many, I could go off about this for hours because yeah. this has been my life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I've been in my wilderness season for about probably three years, um, like hardcore three years mm-hmm. um, where I lost everything. I lost everything. I lost my home. I lost my family. I lost all of my belongings. Like God just stripped everything. Um, but the things that he has brought out of that have been so... Um, I mean, I, I look at what I get to do for a living. Now I look at doing things like this, like, you know, and and I'm just blown away by the way that he's changed me through that wilderness period. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'll tell you recently. So, uh, for people that don't know, I am an author coach. I, I help authors to market their books, to write their books, to publish their books, all those things. And that has been one of the most tremendous gifts of this wilderness period that I, I mean, I, I can't believe I get to do this for a living, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know? And so, um, recently, you know, with the holidays and everything, I have certain clients, um, that I just get so excited to work with, you know, I get so excited to work with them and I'm so into it. Well, um, I do bring up fear a lot, right. And in that coaching relationship and, um, combine that with the holidays, everybody overspends and stuff like that. Um, clients start pulling back on coaching a little bit. It's just Mm -hmm. a trend. It's, it's a complete trend. And God has taught me that through the years of my coaching business, that that's, that's something turnover happens. Right. And some people are ready and some people are not. And, and, um, I I had like three of my favorite clients pull back within like two weeks. And I was like, I felt myself kind of hit the panic button. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what am I going to do? And like, am I hearing God right? Is he punishing me? Like all these thoughts start going through my head. Right. And I realized, you know what? I'm operating out of fear right now. And it's exactly that. I was operating out of the fear of losing it all. I Mm -hmm. love this business so much. And this business blesses me so much. Those relationships with those clients bless me so much that I felt like it was going away. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, I started 
I honestly went out and started running on my treadmill because that's one of the places that I meet God, you know, and and I I was running and running, and running. And he just put that on my heart, like that that verse about like you were not given a spirit of fear. Like this is not this is not the way that I made you to react to this, you know? Yeah. Because I did. I went straight into fear. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to lose all this. I, oh, my goodness. What do I do to fix it? And I started doing all these things. And um, immediately it went away. I just started telling myself that scripture over and over again. I recognized who was in my ear in that moment, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, okay, God, I'm going to shift my perspective. You're removing these people, right? What are you making room for? Right, right. Um, and so I had to, I did, I had to shift my perspective right then um, because I was operating out of that fear. And you know what? That's it right yeah. there. The yeah. shift of perspective that's how we get through. Um, yeah. so I was thinking as you're talking, like mine right now, my fear has nothing to do with like what I've been called to do yeah. per se. Yeah. Right. Like I feel fine in that it's more about like, like, I'm afraid of losing my family. I'm afraid, like, like it's just like everything. And so, uh, I was telling myself, like I was confessing to God. I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to go back to the wilderness. Totally. I, um, you know, like you were saying, like, we don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I was kind of like crying and I'm like, but Lord, you, you've already shown me that even if something was taken away, yep. even if I had to go back to the wilderness for something like you'll be right there. Totally. And so it's like, that's always kind of what sets me straight or like ground feel like, wait, no matter what it yeah. looks like or feels like, mm -hmm. I will stand on the truth that God is good. Amen. And so I've been saying that every day, yeah. trying to like, you know, get me, but no, we need to go back to truth, right? get exactly. rid of this fear. And then I've been also saying like, like if I feel the fear, mm -hmm. um, like it happens a lot in the morning, right? When I wake yeah. up, cause I don't know, I, I don't know if it's the devil or me or whatever, but yeah. something attacks yep. me right yeah. when I wake up. Um, and I have to like, you yeah. know, do, do my battle work. And so I'm like, no, perfect love casts out fear. That's right. And you are perfect love. Yeah. I don't need this. Right. You know, and then yeah. I'm, or I'll just, Oh, I rebuke that. Get out of here. Right. And then I say, you got it. You got to go back to the truth though. Right. What I've right. learned is like rebuking isn't enough. Yeah. You have to rebuke and then like speak the truth. You do. Yeah. Because if you don't, it just comes right back. It does. Yeah. And so totally. the more you're repeating the truth, the stronger mm -hmm. it is in your mind in your body. Like you're just like, no, perfect love casts out fear. It does. Perfect exactly. Casts out fear. You know, when anytime I'm worried about myself, mm -hmm. like my well-being, um, that song has been coming, like that song came to me, just the phrase, like, I'm alive and well, your yeah. spirit is within me. I'm alive and well, your That's right. spirit is within me. And I'm like, is that true? Yeah. That spirit right. within me? Yup. <laughs> then I'm alive and well right now. Maybe, exactly. to, like maybe in 10 minutes, I'm going to croak dead. Maybe. Right. right. But guess what? As long as I'm living, I need to move forward in joy. Right? And gratitude, I, like forget this fear junk. Like I just, yeah. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, it came, it snuck up on me. Yeah. 
It really did. It That's wasn't it, like it, it does. Yeah. It, it wasn't even it wasn't even like I was thinking, oh, this is so good. Oh, I hope I don't lose it. Like that was right. never a thought. Right. That was never a thought. It's just all of a sudden I started noticing, like, why am I so afraid? Like I feel right. scared. Yeah. Like just going through the day. Yeah. And I'd be like, why do I feel scared? And it was from asking that question. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're afraid of losing all of this because you have not you love felt... it so much yes yes yeah, and yeah. like and and like god tells us like don't love anything more than him you know right. like right. like we're not supposed to love anything more than we love him yep. and so then it's like that oh it's a reminder when right. I, if i do feel that fear it's a reminder to start praising god right well Dar and that verse too that talks about um what is it oh my goodness hang on it's uh you know, whoever loves their life will lose it, you yes. know, whoever loses um, their think, life will gain I it. Think, yeah. And I think almost that's a warning, right? Mm -hmm. It's a warning because he's telling us like, if you get too caught up in that, mm -hmm. you know, it will change the way that you take steps, yes. you know? And, yes. and so, um, and it does, it totally does. Um, there a little bit about my story, right? I was, this was years ago. I was doing a mentorship um, with an artist, um, pretty, pretty famous dude and really, really cool. Um, really awesome Christian man that, that, uh, uses his platform to, uh, uh, basically help Christians, uh, Christian creatives to fight fear and, and kind of like a male version of myself, I guess you would say. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of this seminar that I did, we did a whole weekend at the end of it, he had us pray this prayer where we like laid everything out on the altar. And we may have talked about this at some point, but um, I, I prayed that prayer with my whole heart, right? And here's how it went. It went, Lord, take my house, take all of my belongings, take my husband, take everything that I have and use it for your purposes, right? Immediately after that, everything started falling apart everything. And, um, that I know that it's not like a great walking billboard for, for Jesus, <laughs> but, but, but there's a, there's an ending here, um, that, that is, you know, and that is that he dismantled everything that I had put together myself, right. In the way that I wanted it. And I did lose everything. I lost my marriage. I lost my home. I, I still have my, my kids. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but I lost everything, you know, and through that though, one, he showed me what's really important, you know, which is him and what he wants to do through my life. Um, and two, he also showed me that that's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I, I went through that and I'm telling you, Vanessa, before that, I used to worry constantly. I used to stand at my kitchen sink, washing dishes listening to praise music, blasting, and trying to figure out how I was going to hang on to everything that I had. Mm -hmm. Perseverating over it. You know, like, how am I going to pay this bill? What if I don't? I, like, um, what if I'm, what if I have cancer and I don't know it? What yeah. if like all this stuff? Yeah. And it was constant. Mm -hmm. It was constant. And I think I had actually made a pathway for my brain called worry. I really do mm -hmm. because I did it all of the time. Yep. But when I prayed that prayer, what I was doing was I was surrendering everything, right? So when I found myself in the midst of this, this season where I had lost everything and I'm kind of sitting there like, 
God, what did you do? <laughs> you know, like yeah. you took everything. Like, from how is this me, good? Right? right. But then I it hit me. I asked for this, right? I asked for him to take all of it and use it for his purposes. And that's what he's doing. And so in that moment, I had to realize that if I'm going to surrender it all, I have to be willing to lose it all too, you know, because yeah. if that's what he wants to do now, here's the punchline. That's just incredible and shows how good he is. If I would not have lost all of that, I, I wouldn't have the faith that I have, you know, I wouldn't have, I did not have a relationship of trust with him before like I do now. Mm -hmm. He grew me so much in my faith through losing it all. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, I wouldn't have this business, you know, because this put me in some, this situation, like put me in some hot water where I had to really lean into him and be like, God, what do you want to do? You know, um, it, it gave me lesson after lesson after lesson for my books that I'm writing. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have those things if I hadn't lost it all. So we right. have to, we have to look at like, I have this picture here. You can't see it, but what it says on it is he is still good. Mm -hmm. And I bought that right in the middle of the wilderness yeah. because I wanted that reminder that, you know what? I lost everything. Yes. But he's still good in the midst of it. He's still doing something through it. He's still growing me through it. Mm -hmm. Right. We get so focused on the things in our life and we get so focused on um, the, ex the experiences in our life and the things that we don't want to lose, but we got to remember that that's actually not what God is focused on. Yep. He's I focused on us, mm -hmm. you know, and God is focused on growing us. Yep. And, um, sometimes that involves loss, you know, mm -hmm. but he is still good. Yeah. And you that, know? I mean, you're, you're sounding exactly the way I was praying yesterday. Yeah. Or I was like, I was kind of like just going there, like, even if this, even if that, even if yeah. this, uh, you know, like, I don't want it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't want that. Right. But even if yeah. I will declare that you're good, yeah. I have to keep believing that or else what is my faith? Right. right. When you were speaking about all the things being taken away, I, I couldn't help but think of Job. Yep. Right. <laughs> and like that, I still like that story. I've always loved that book just because of like, I don't know, it's the part of me that loves uh, real pain. Like, yeah. like you know, I, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, because you connect. Yep. You're like, oh. You can um, relate to it. Yeah. You can relate to it, even though his is so much worse. Absolutely. Than anything I want to go through. But it's like, in some ways, I feel like I have experienced what Joe yeah. experienced. Not everything. Right. But right. certain parts. And, um, so I thought of Job and then I, I really felt like I wanted to pull up that scripture that you were referencing and yeah. it's in John 12, huh? um, starting at verse 25, it says those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care for or care, nothing for their life in this world will keep it for mm -hmm. eternity. And then 26 says, anyone who wants to serve me must follow me. Because my servants must be where I am. And the father will honor anyone who serves me. Right. It's, yep. oh, it's just so good. <laughs> but I wanted to say this too. Like you were saying, I think it's a warning. And yeah. I definitely think that. But also it's a statement of truth. Absolutely. It's not like a maybe um, yeah. because it's not just here. It right. is 
littered throughout the Old yes. Testament. Yep. I mean, it is in probably every book, yep. not in that phrasing. Yeah. But it's like, if you are not following me, yeah, it's a waste of time. Right. It's a pile of garbage. It's literally nothing. It will not stand right. when the world ends. When the world is decimated, right? only God's word will stand. So Absolutely. you gotta stand with God's word. It's the only yeah. thing that lasts. Exactly. And uh, nothing else does. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like if it's like, oh, that's your opinion. No, no, it's not my opinion. It's right. what I found in this book. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> called the Bible. <laughs> and it is a very clear message. Exactly. That if we are yeah. not doing, if we're not part of God's path, like his yeah. plan, his yeah. ways, it's all a waste. Right. Absolutely. It's all a waste. Yep. I'm one of those, uh, as you know, we've had several conversations. And so you know that um I I God has given me this thing where like um I don't know. I guess I can recognize the enemy and how he's working and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So he's given me this like warrior's mentality of like, we're going to kick his butt. Right. Um, and I'm pretty passionate about that. And so um, when it comes to like the, the worry and the, you know, I'm going to lose this and, and all of that, that's exactly where the enemy wants us. Oh yeah. He, he wants us stuck there because yeah. if we're stuck there, then the next time God says, Hey, I'm going to part this red sea for you. And I want you to run across it. Right. And there's freedom on the other side. We're going to hesitate. Yeah. Right. We're going to hesitate because we're like, but what if I lose it all? What if this, what if mm -hmm. that, you know, and, and, um, that, that keeps us from being obedient. And when we're not obedient, I mean, it's just a vicious cycle mm -hmm. when we're not obedient, when we don't do the thing that God's calling us to do, because we're afraid to lose it all. Right. And I guess you could say that that lines up with like, I think we talked about a fear of success, right? We can be so afraid to succeed because, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with it once I get it? What if I get it and I feel it and I taste it and then it gets taken away, mm -hmm. you know, and all of those things. And so, um, you know, when you look up fear in the Bible and you look up the root words of fear, right, there's several different types. And the ones that, the one that's used most commonly is actually the word timid. It, it's the the meaning for it is being timid, mm -hmm. hesitating in that moment where God is like, go here. Yeah. Right. And as I was thinking about like today in this call, I was like, I was praying on my way to like drop off my kids. And uh, the, the whole parting of the Red Sea actually came to my mind. Right. And I was like, God parted the Red Sea right for Moses. And he basically was giving him this pathway to freedom. Right. What if Moses would have been like, I don't know, God, like, what if it, what if it doesn't lead to freedom? What if I lose? What if I, you know, what if I get killed in the process? Like, what if he would have hesitated right in, the, in that moment? Yeah. Um, and he didn't though. He yeah. didn't. He took that path that God had provided for him and he didn't hesitate and he charged after it. He didn't overthink. He just trusted God. Right. There's, there's another good thing to think about there I mean I know we have to wrap up but in the beginning Moses definitely was timid and hesitated Absolutely. yes but then he finally surrendered yep. exactly. and he was like okay I'm gonna do whatever God says because yeah. he's God yeah. and uh that that ties in like I was like I want to kind of end with 
what do we do? Like, right. how do we uh, balance in this <laughs> struggle of like, oh my goodness, like, I love all these things. I don't want to let yeah. go of them, okay. but also I need to be surrendered to God. And so it's, it is surrender. Yeah. It is surrender and it's surrendering not with like, well, I'll surrender as long as this is kept intact no, exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Like that's yeah. not surrender. Yep. And so it's it's having to trust God enough, mm-hmm. be willing to say whatever comes my way, whatever right. you give and whatever you take. Exactly. I will follow you. I will trust you. I will praise you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm not saying it will even be instantaneous. Right. Because I think, you know, for me personally right now, I've started these prayers where mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, I, I know, I know that yeah. you're always good. I know that you're always good, but mm-hmm. do the fears keep trying to come up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I have to keep practicing that, which yep. is the surrender. Mm-hmm. And I remember a long time ago, I did an episode on keeping your hands open. Right. I was like, wow, we're back here again. Right. (laughs) Where, but it's like, sometimes you, it's so easy. It is. Yeah. And I think it's so easy in the wilderness. It is. You're like, like, I'll take anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But the idea is like, whatever's in my hand, I'm going to praise God for. And like you said, what he's going to take away is because he's making room for something else. I really do believe that. Yep. Um, and it, and it exercises our faith. Yeah. Yeah. There's so I think there's the, I think the key is there's a fine line, right. Between being grateful, um, for all the things that God has blessed us with in our life. Right. And making them an idol, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a fine line. And when we start loving those things so much, that we're like, sorry, God, I'm going to keep this because, you know, whether you like it or not, it's put, that's putting those things yep. in our life above God. Right. Yes. When you were talking, I kept, and it's so cool how God does this. So I'm writing a book on fear right now. And it's actually like, God has given me this book and he has put it above my other one, Flaming Arrows recently, which is crazy. Cause I thought that was going to be like my first book and whatever, but this other one, he is giving it to me piece by piece. And it's like, a 31 day devotional on fighting fear. That's exactly, you know, and lately he's been pointing me and it's so cool how he does this, right? He's been pointing me to um, the, the, the story in the Bible about the golden calf, right? And I read it the other day and I know it's supposed to be the next chapter of this book, but he literally just like wrapped it up with a tiny bow in this conversation. He just, he rocks. Um, but when you were talking about like the fear keeps coming back, right? It keeps returning. And I, I, that came to mind is that like, when it comes to like, when they, when they casted the golden calf, right? Moses had been gone for a long time. They started worrying and getting scared. Like, we don't even know when he's coming back. Now we're, we're out on our own and whatever. Everybody started freaking out. And out of that fear, they went back to their old ways. Yep. Right. And that is what we do. We, we tend to like, Fear sneaks up on us because that's exactly what it does. And um, that's exactly what the enemy does, you know, but fear sneaks up on us. And all of a sudden we're going back to our old ways. Right. We're like, God, I surrender to you completely. And then we're like, but, 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 and we take all these steps back and it has to be a daily surrender. 
It yep. has to be daily. It's not a one time. It is not a one time thing. It is a mm-hmm. daily surrender that we have to every morning wake up and say, God, today is yours. Win or lose, today is yours. My steps are yours. I'm going to be obedient whether I'm scared or not. Like we have to do it every single day. I think that is the perfect note to end on. Um, <laughs> that's exactly right. And thank you so much, Charlene. It's always so wonderful to <laughs> I love talk our with you. And I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hi friends, I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that you could support this podcast by sharing a positive review on Apple, Spotify, or the platform you're listening on today. You can also become a subscriber for $2.99 a month and receive exclusive episodes. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep saying no to perfect and yes to truth. I hope you'll join me for our next conversation.